It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go-Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Like Jalen after the game, I'm speechless. Like I'm out of words, Elliot. I am out of words to keep coming in here and reacting to the unbelievable, remarkable things we see each week. Within the span of six days, we've seen this team be down 10 at halftime to the Chiefs and then the Bills and miraculously win games. Like, I... I freaking love this team. Yeah, this like, team is amazing. They're so freaking tough and resilient. And I know they're playing with fire here and there and all that. But, like, man, they just freaking win no matter what the situation is. No matter if they need a guy in a 59-yard field goal in a driving rainstorm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They just win. What a freaking team. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Dude, what, what world? Are we living in? It's unbelievable. I mean, I I know it's something you get used to in a way because they just win all the time. (laughs) But think about think about what we saw last night. They were down ten at halftime. They were playing terribly. Probably the worst half of football we've seen from them this year. I would agree. Arguably, right? Like offense. Yeah. Uh, It's pouring rain. They turn the ball over twice in back the first half. Back to back half. weeks, by the way, they can't get away from the freaking rain. Yeah, yeah, I seriously. Well, build a dome. That's all I really <laughs> nope, have to say. No, no, yeah. No. Uh, but uh, so they two turnovers at half. They're playing terribly in the second half. They put up thirty points. They like think about how they tried to hand this game to the Bills. The Bills drove down the field, took the lead in the final what, like minute and a half, or whatever of of uh, regulation. Then on the game tying field goal drive, they twice false start to kick to kick Jake Elliott back ten more yards. 
Um, they incor- Jason Kelsey, no less. Right, exactly. Of all people. They incorrectly, in my opinion, didn't go for two after that touch. The, the last touchdown. I was already. all right with it to me. A four point lead, but, but you have, you regardless, have like, yeah, I, not. I would think not the right, not the right call. Overtime, they lose the coin flip. The Bills score first. They have a third down on the next possession, and they still win the game. Like there were five or six things that if they don't go the Eagles' way, they lose that game. And we're talking today about the fact that they lost. But it just always goes Eagles' way. And I don't mean that in a way that they're lucky. It's, yeah, it did. luck is the residue of design. But it always it always happens. I mean, if you think about it, they're one Jalen Hurts pass away from being undefeated. Yeah. And and it was a terrible pass by Jalen. They deserve to lose that game, all those things. But like they 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 know how to win. And le- yesterday, uh, so during the week, I'll give Bill's fans a little bit of credit. Like, they were pretty active on Twitter. During the week, I said repeatedly that Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. And yesterday in the first half, it certainly did not look that way. Josh mm-hmm. Allen was his credit. Josh Allen was unbelievable. It, in that but game. it was one of his best games of the year. I mean, he was, it was like the, he made the one mistake to Bradbury, and that was. That was more a great play by Bradbury or a smart play yeah. by Bradbury than a horrible mistake by Allen. It was, you know, but, uh, you know, that was the first game all year. It felt like Josh Allen didn't give the game away to the other team. You know? but, but to me, like yesterday is exactly why quarterback stats are a win. It's exactly why. why like Why wins are a quarterback stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wins are a quarterback stat. We, we know we quarterback stats are a win for you. I yeah, mean, exactly. Well, yeah. Well, the they're brand. always a win for Jalen. That's but, the brand. I mean, Josh Allen in the second half. Has that interception. Like, Jalen Hurts in the second half. Four touchdowns. I, I, there's just a difference between a quarterback that knows how to win and a quarterback that's really talented, but you just can't I mean, look, really Joe, trust. Josh Allen's 0-6 in overtime. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's almost as bad as the Kyle Shanahan, like 0-38 <laughs> really in the fourth or whatever. Yeah. So there was a clip that circulated this week, and I think it was before Jalen got drafted. It was either that or his senior year. It was Yeah, it was after he. It was right before the draft. And he's talking um, to a reporter, and the guy says something like, you know, you only lost four games in, in college. Like, the NFL is not going to be like that. And Jalen looks at him and goes, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who does that? He's right. He's only lost two regular season games the last two <laughs> years. How many games is this guy going to lose in the next four years? Maybe 10? I mean, if you don't include the playoffs, like if he starts losing more, he might hit double digit losses by like 2029. Like it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. And every day, every time after the game, the Eagles send out, um, emails with like updated oh, stats. Unbel- whatever. It's unbelievable. And I actually it's left like, it open in my thing. The because- names that are attached to Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts at this point are like Don Shula, Peyton yeah, so Manning, Tom Brady. I have it up. ready. So Nick Sirianni, uh, third coach in NFL history. To guide his team to back-to-back 10-1 and starts, Tony Dungy, Don Shula, the only other two yeah. coaches. Jalen Hurts, the second NFL QB since 1950 to start 10-1 or better in back-to-back years. Peyton Manning, the only other guy to do it. It's like a lot of that. I mean, I mean Nick Sirianni, uh, how about this one? Uh, Nick, I mean, Nick Sirianni's record, 33-12 and career record, uh, is the highest regular season winning percentage by a coach in franchise history. It's also the second best figure by a coach since 2020. I mean, like, all these stats are just insane. Like, he's got the fifth most victory, or it's the fifth most victories by head coach combo in their first 45 games ever. Like, it's just stat after stat after stat yeah. after stat that is like. They're 17 and three at home in their last 20 home games. Like, the link is becoming maybe the hardest place in the NFL to go in and play. I remember. Jalen Hurts winning 14 straight games against teams with a winning record coming in. I think they've won. That is the longest streak since 1950. Well, so much for the whole who are they playing thing. <laughs> 14 know. straight wins with a winning record. And I think, they're t- I think Jalen Hurts is 10 and 0 in his last 10 games where he's trailing by 10 that points. That is correct. It's 8 and 0 or and something it, like that. No one else has ever done that. It's, it's so, absurd. And I think it's. Uh, 
what is it? The stat was he's won it. No, it's eight. He's won eight straight games when trailing by ten by points. ten or more. Uh, no other quarterback had more than four straight. It's like, and I mean, I said this on the last post game pod, and you know, Joe DeCamera said this today on the morning show. Like sometimes you don't want to try to be repetitive, but it's like, what else do you say? I mean, if you think about, they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. But if those last three minutes go a little differently, we're talking about the best stretch an NFL team has probably ever had. Like, ever. Up there. One yeah, of I mean, them. I mean, like they the were. 85 Bears. Yeah, like, the, McMahon there's maybe, they want, if you, yeah. you know, maybe. That Peyton Manning Colts team yeah, that, like that went undefeated and, two and then won the Super Bowl the next year yeah. or whatever. Like, that kind they're, of stuff. There are teams, but, like, in terms of teams I can remember the past, like, 10 years, like, I don't know. Like, there's not many where they just win week after week after week. And I think, too, what showed yesterday and look, you know I'm not a big rain guy, so I'm not just saying this. Like it was miserable out there. It looked that horrible. It, like, was, it looked horrible. It TV, looked so it, like you know we live you know a uh, six seven minute drive from the stadium. Yeah. I kept looking out the window, and I did it particularly right before Jake Elliott's field goal, and it was disgusting. Yeah, it was pouring like, rain. I at home, and I I am sorry, Jake Elliott, because I will never doubt you. You should never doubt right. you. Like I looked out the window, saw the rain, and I turned to Emily and I said, "We lost." There's like, no there's, way. There was no, no way he was way. making. Yeah. There's just a 59 yard field goal in yeah. that. What I'm looking at outside, yeah. I'm like, there is no way on earth that this kick is going in. Yeah. And he he, <laughs> he nails it. I mean, Jake Elliott's probably a Hall of Famer if they win a Super Bowl. I, you know, it's hard. I to mean, go two kick. Like, there's they like went, to one kicker in the Hall of Fame. Like, well, I, I, I don't know anyway. who would have a better case than Jake well, Elliott. Adam, Adam over Adam definitely yeah. has a better case. Well, but I mean, he has the best case. He he already won one Super Bowl where he had a really big kick in. He'll probably play in another Super Bowl, and we'll see if they win it. He has played won in the, two Super Bowls with kicks, like one, yeah, like two. But Jake Elliott might not no, be like that. literally no, I walk off kicks I know. twice. I, I mean, know. come on. But but Vinatieri had to kick in against Oakland, and that I mean, Vinatieri is Vinatieri. Right. I get what you're saying. Jake Elliott is is on his way. Jake Elliott is, is on a hall a of is is on a hall of fame trajectory. I don't agree with that, but I get your point. I, I think it's pretty close. <laughs> There's no kickers in right now. There are no kickers in the Hall well, of Fame. Well, I think Jake Elliott There's a punter in. Yeah. Well, that's, I think there I mean, might be like one kicker is in. Well, that's, Adam Vinatieri will get in. That'll that's a larger discussion to be had about kickers and, and their yeah. spot in the, the Hall of Fame. But, <laughs> I mean, look, if we're going to let Philip Rivers in, I think <laughs> <laughs> if Matt Ryan is going to be in the Hall of Fame, Jake Elliott deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. No, no, you should tweet out. <laughs> I'm Jake going Elliott's to tweet a better that, football yeah. player. Yeah, he's he's way more a Hall of Fame player than Philip Rivers. Talk about a stat compiler. What what's one big clutch thing Philip Philip Rivers ever did? Jake Elliott's probably had like ten more clutch moments than Philip Rivers ever had. That's a good take. I mean, seriously. This might be my you have to roll with this. Yeah, I'm going to. My new favorite take yeah. here is this is really I mean, great. he's like, no offense to David Akers, but He's far. Oh, he's definitely the best kicker in the franchise. Yeah, Akers, yeah. I, far is strong. Akers had big gigs and was great for a long time, but yeah. like, but Jake Jake Elliott has surpassed. He's and, the best kicker in the history. I mean, think about like to go back to the Sirianni and Hurts thing, and I know it's early and blah blah blah, but like think of all the people on this team that are like on their way, like a Hall of Fame trajectory. And I know it's early for Hurts and Sirianni, but no quarterback and quarterback quarterback head coach duo has ever started like this. So like, they're not going to keep winning this way. But like Sirianni, Hurts. Uh, you know, Kelsey, Lane Johnson, um, Fletcher Cox, probably not going to get in, but like on the way. Like, nah, yeah, AJ Devontae, AJ Devontae, Hall of Fame like, talent. Darius Slay's not going to get in, Redick, but like, interesting if case. He, if he does this for five more years, could be a Hall of Famer. Maybe, theoretically. He's yeah. not yet, but theoretically, the numbers could pile up with all the sacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jalen I mean, Carter, I mean, Carter, if, I mean he's a kid, but, right. you know, look, we're getting ahead of ourselves, I don't get it, but, but I get your point, especially coming back, and Joe mentioned this on the air today, he's like, 2020 wasn't that long ago, you know, it no, feels it's like it was, you remember where Howie we were in Roseman. 2020 and where we were talking, Howie Roseman, Hall of Famer, yeah. where we were talking about, you know, the, the, 
the lack of blue chippers, the yeah. lack of young talent. Like where this roster is three years later is uh, remarkable. Like I it was, is, uh, uh, it's it's. Honestly, in three years, it's probably the most unbelievable job of turning over a roster we've ever dude, seen. Dude, like in our three lives. years ago, we were sitting in the studio and there was a sign across the street Fire saying Howie, yeah, Fire Howie. On, on 76. Um, but I was wa- I was in the Eagles locker room this week and just like talking to somebody. And I was thinking, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad when this is over. And I'm not trying to be Don't like a buzz. There. What are you doing? No, I'm, I mean, we're 10 and 1 right but, now. But what the, are we talking about? No, no, but what I'm saying is like, I'm yeah, saying it as a way to appreciate what is moment. happening. No, but let's not worry about what's over. I know, right? I know. But, but you it, never know. Tom Brady won six Dude, I'm not saying anytime right, soon. Let's, like, let's relax. But I'm saying there will be a point where we are, where we are doing post-game pods, and it's not like they win all the I time. I don't know. Jalen will outlive me as quarterback. I think, I think I'll might, die before yeah. Jalen's out the quarterback. But I hope not. But I just mean, you know. It shouldn't be taken for granted. I, I like definitely they, agree they with beat that. the Buffalo Bills in pouring rain in overtime yesterday where Jalen Hurts had five touchdowns and ran in the game winning touchdown in overtime. Like this is stuff three years ago you would have dreamed to have happen. You would have like Eagles fans would have sat there and been like, I would kill for that type of win. Think about twenty twenty. Again, to your point. They couldn't beat anybody. All even their wins were disgusting. And now they're winning like in epic fashion and all those things. So I think it's important just to to appreciate what is going on. Right now. I agree with you. Yeah, don't take it for granted. It, it what what it's 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 unbelievable. That's why it's so important they win the Super Bowl. Like, well, okay, so I have a I have a pretty one of these years here, particularly you know this year or ever, but to to have this type of greatness, yeah. and that's what it is. It is it is it is, it is consistent greatness on a week to week basis. What we've watched in this team the last two years, again, the stats we rail off. The again, they've been the bet the Tucker Bagley stat we keep bringing yeah. up. Now it's thirty one weeks or whatever they've had the best record in the NFL. Yep. I mean, like. It's it is miraculous. It is amazing. To your point, we probably will never see this type of dominance on a regular season stretch ever again in our yeah, lives. I don't it think is, we ever will. It might be. That's close, why but. they have to get a Super Bowl. Like this this era, and I want them to get more. Obviously, like one. If you gave me an over under of a half a super, like a, or one and a half Super, Bowl, like I'm sorry. If you said you could have one Super Bowl with Jalen, like, right. lock it in, no matter what, lock it in, but you get one. I wouldn't take it. Like I I I hope and expect Jalen can win more than one, but like. They have to get one for this whole yeah. thing to be as great as it is. It needs that that title. So I'll say, like, I might not know football. I might not know like things, but I definitely know fairness. I might not know things. I might not know things. I know fairness, and it would be. And I'm saying this with all sincerity. It would be unfair if the Eagles didn't <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> it would be take. unfair. It would not be fair. If the Eagles don't get a Super Bowl, <laughs> it would be unfair. That's the best it. way to put it. They deserve a Super Bowl. They deserve it. I agree they, with la- that, yeah. if, if they go last year and this year and don't get a Super Bowl, that is unfair. It's <laughs> the only way I can put it. That's a great like, word. You know, the early 2000 Eagles probably deserved one. Like, you know, you can go through different teams. The Phillies were close. I don't think the Phillies, like, Deserved the World I think they Series. did, but not to this level. Not I think to this, this like, Eagles to, to your point. It would be a, it would unfair. Be, is a very funny word for it. It's but, the but best the word I can what, think. But of. the heart of what you're saying, I, in terms of just like those de- those guys deserve to be champions. Yes. Not not even just I want it for them or this like just like what they deserve. What I feel like they have earned. Correct. That's what I'm it's saying. It's the most I ever felt that. It way would be unfair. It would be unfair. Like Love it. they they deserve to unfair. have this capped off with the Super Bowl. Right? All right. Like Sirianni deserves a parade. I dude, I, I'm with you, dude. I get it. <laughs> like I the only way I can put it. Like it's it is unfair if they don't win. Let's it. get to some specifics from the game. Let's start with Jalen because yeah. he was. Unbelievable, and and this kid's ability, and he's a kid. He's twenty five. It's crazy to think about. I know we've talked about it a million times, but 
just his ability to to never be rattled, to just to be down ten at mm-hmm. halftime and just come out and three and out again to start an ugly three yeah. and out again, and then he gets the ball back. It's like no problem. That last drive, just so calm, so cool, just so I I. In, we the platitude. We don't have any more platitudes to say. I already yeah. said like at twenty four. I've never seen anyone like in my life like him. And, and it's just, but it keeps growing, and he just keeps he keeps doing it. And I actually we talked about this on the radio that you did when you were on with the morning show as well. But the idea of like the comments after the game where he was almost like, I don't even I don't even know if I, how to enjoy this. I don't well, even know what yeah, to I mean, say. I don't even know how to like react now. Um, I, I we've never seen someone in our lifetime, in my opinion, in Philadelphia sports, so locked in, yeah, so focused on one singular mission and one singular goal and putting all of himself into achieving it and to the point where, again, like he looks miserable while he's playing because well, it's just so focused and so intense. So I'm in the post-game presser yesterday and Jalen's up there talking and I kept thinking he kind of is like a tragic figure in a way. Like it was... This is probably what it was like to be in the room with like all time greats or like, you know, MJ or Tom Brady or even like, I don't know, Picasso. Just like, <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> like, like, like people, people who are so good at what they do, they can't enjoy it. Like, I would kill to have the level of fame and success that Jalen has. And if I ever have that much money, I can't, I mean, maybe this is probably why I never will, but I would be so complacent at that point. Like, I, I, I would be up at the podium being like, can you believe I did it again? Like, who, like, look at this. Look how amazing I am. Look at these numbers. Like, like Eagles, come here and read off these numbers. Like, and I look at Jalen up there and it's almost tragic. Like, he sits up there and he can't enjoy it. He's, I thought it was like an out of body experience he was having where he was saying to himself, I don't know what to say because he knows he should enjoy it and he knows what he's doing is amazing, but he can't allow himself to. And that's why he's so great. Like it's, it's, I, again, it's probably what it's like to be in the room with anybody that's amazing. It's something where you say, like people say to be great, you have to be like a little off or to be a little like crazy or whatever. And there's a part of Jalen that you look at him like is not normal in that way, but that's what makes him great. I think. Yeah. I I think it's clearly, I mean, and it's, but it's kind of sad at the same time. And I'm, yeah, well, and I'm sure wanna... he finds times to enjoy it, and I'm sure he celebrates. And I hope for like for him, I hope he has those moments. But even yesterday, he's up at the podium, and he he almost basically, and paraphrasing fewer, like basically was like, "I can't believe we won." He was like, "I know we're winning, but I can't believe we're winning." Is kind of what he well, said. And what he's also saying is, "We're winning, but I'm not playing good enough." Like that's what he's right. saying consistently. He keeps saying, "Like yeah, we won." And that's the main thing, and I'm I'm trying I'm trying to focus on that. I'm trying to say the main thing is the main thing, and winning is all that matters. But like, I hate that this happened, and I hate that yeah. this happened, and I hate that that play happened. And I shouldn't have done that there. Like that's the way he is, and and I do I, I think it's absolutely why he's as great as he yeah. is. I think it's that unwavering dedication to being great, where nothing is ever good enough. That you could always be better. You can always do more. You can always. Uh, you know, have like again, unless you play a perfect game, which is impossible. There's exactly. no perfect yeah. game that you can play. There's always a throw. There's always this. He's always going to well, focus. Well, there is Nick on- Foles Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he's always going to focus on the the missed throw, the yeah. misplay, the even if it's minutia. And I think that's why he's so great. But I also, to your point, I do think that does. I mean, you watch a guy like Brandon Grant, you know, on the other other side of things, mm-hmm. who has had a great career and yeah. is you know not a Hall of Famer, Eagles but Hall an Eagles Famer. Hall of Famer, yeah. and has the greatest play in the history of the franchise, and is beloved in this town. 
But like you tell, you watch Brady, like that dude's having a blast out. Yeah, there. like he is having even you know, the, when they went the coin toss, like it don't matter. Like right. he's just out there having fun playing a game, and it's it's wild to watch that end of it. And then Jalen, who it it won't even smile on well, the field. You know? e- it's just even, such a different way of going about their business. I don't know what you can see on the broadcast, but if you just look at after they score a touchdown, he just goes to the top. He just he just walks right to the side, straight face, like, like nothing. Even like honestly, when he scored in overtime, I think like if people hadn't rushed him, he probably would have just kind of walked off the field. Yeah, like it, but but I think it's because I think just something is burning inside of him, but also like. To get back to it being fair, I think he knows that this season is only about winning the Super Bowl. And I don't think he will be any form of content until he writes what he feels is a wrong last I don't year and losing that Super Bowl. I don't think there's any question about it. And I, like, that's what I, like, if they don't win it this year, he's going to be this way until yeah, he wins. And then, well, I, was, I think he's the kind of guy who will win it and find a new well, thing. Well, so I was thinking to, about this yesterday. Well, now I gotta get another. What's the post-game press conference gonna be like when they win the Super Bowl? Well, so the most. Like, what, what do you think he's gonna say? Like, well, I think so. I think it'll be some. I think that I always think back into the Jason Kelsey post Super Bowl press conference as I think the most fascinating I've ever heard. Wait, so the Jason Kelsey in 2017 the press conference after, or the when speech? he was at the podium? Oh, okay, no, right. when he was at the podium, I don't remember this. That's why when I'm, he, yeah. he said, and I'll paraphrase, but it was something to the effect of, "Of I have just reached the pinnacle of what I do." Yeah, you know, this is it. I did the greatest thing that you can do, and I did it with a bunch of people I love, mm-hmm. like who are brothers to me. He's like, he's like, where do I go from here? He's like, what's next? Like, what yeah. is the how? Like, the, it was like such a range of emotions that he was feeling. But he's like, I've I've achieved it. I did it. He's like, but what's next? He's yeah. like, what? Do you, like, how do you kind of, you know, go forward from there? Because you did it's what like you're. You so- play six more years. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's such a fascinating thing, and it's such a and especially for Jalen, specifically bringing it back to this specific conversation about Jalen when when that one thing you focus on so intensely like Jalen does like Jason Kelsey talking about reaching the pinnacle of his career like Jalen if they can win the Super Bowl not reaching the pinnacle of his career he's reaching that thing yeah that that goal at the end I know he says it's all about the journey there's no end but like he does have an end for this specific thing like he wants to win a freaking Super Bowl like it'll be fascinating to see how you know provided he wins it, which we think he can and will at some point here, like how he reacts to that and, and what it does to him as a human is going to be fascinating. To see. Like I could picture him getting up there and just being what he always is, which is stoic, like great win, very excited, like, you know, kind of just what he always has. to get right? back to work. Yeah, exactly. Like, honestly, I could picture him saying that. I, I, I Honestly, if I I would bet on that phrase being said at some yeah, point. Yeah, like, keep the main thing, the main thing, like all, right? I could also picture him taking a victory lap. Like, I think there is definitely a part of Jalen, and this is probably what drives him for sure, that feels he's been constantly underappreciated. Yes. Like, Alabama moved on from him, right? And Basically Oklahoma, until right now. And, 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 and even let's nationally, be real, like, like the, we do. But Yeah, and let's be real. Like, the Eagles draft him to be a backup. Right? They tried to trade well, yeah, for no, Russell Wilson. Until, like, right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's a chance that whenever we see Jalen, like, break out, I don't want to say character, but whenever we, like, see him kind of let loose a little, there will be a lot coming out of... Anger is not the right word, but like, how dare you all doubted me type of thing. And he will deserve it. He did 100% deserves to take that victory how lap when it happens. You. So I have I have a overarching take, too, that will come from the Jalen thing, but it's not game specific. Do you want me to drop Go it down? Yeah, okay. sure. And then we'll get to more game specific. Yeah, yeah. I am definitely worried about the team. 
Oh, no. Yeah. So, oh, wow. What? Where's what? Where this coming yeah. from? Like, they're great. They win. I, How could you possibly be worried? I just, and it comes back to the fairness thing. This the, the team is playing too close for comfort, in my opinion. Like, they deserve to win the Super Bowl. I think they probably will win the Super Bowl, all those things. But, man, like, they've trailed a halftime four straight weeks. They're being outgained every week. Uh, they, they turn the ball over all the time. Like, they are setting it up where, come playoff time, I could picture them losing to a team they're better than. Just, like, on some fluke stuff. And I know they win and everything, but, man, like, even yesterday, like, the, the turnovers. And then in the overtime, I mean, the second half, like, as impressive as they were, two false starts on Kelsey to kick the thing back. They lose the coin flip. The Bills score. The Bills go down the field and score a touchdown. Like, I don't know, man. There is part of me that feels not as confident as I used to because the turnovers are still happening. And I just, they are not playing great football. And I'm worried that it's going to burn them. And they don't deserve to be burned by it, but I'm worried about it. Yeah, that's a loser mentality, buddy. I, I mean, I mean, well, look, like all they do is win. They're 10 and 1. I Look, I get your point. I get where you're coming from. I, I just think that... I expect them to, to, I mean, look, they've been getting better at things that's going on. I mean, now they're like ninth in red zone. Yeah, they're really good the red zone, they, for know, sure. They fix these things. I, I think, and they, look, they've been better with the turnovers. There's yeah. still turnover, but you know, a lot of them are, are I don't know, explainable man. They have five turnovers up. in the last four games. Yeah, that's still better than they were earlier in the oh, season. Yeah, they were turning I mean, the ball over like crazy. Not, I'm saying they're yeah. improving on it. Yeah. And, look, I, I get your point. I just, I just, I've learned to trust them. And I think on the flip side, I think the experience of winning these games the way they're winning will help them. I agree. I think that is more important than playing mistake-free football right now. Like, I think you need to get to the point where you're playing much less mistake-free football than you're playing. But I think knowing that you can make mistakes and still win games, I think knowing you can be down 10 at halftime against good teams winning games, knowing that you can you go into overtime, give up a field goal, and walk down the field, win. Like, I think all these experiences, these these reps for these guys are way more important than the, like, if they could go out. Look, we saw it last year where they just went out and blew out teams. Like, you know, in the playoffs. I, oh, you're talking about all year. Period. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, period. Yeah, right, yeah. So, uh, and then when they got into a really close game in the Super Bowl, it didn't go their way. And I'm not saying that's why, right. but I, I, I get your point. I look at it from the other perspective. Or these are formative team building things for these guys that when the games are most important and when the moments matter the most, they're the team that knows that they're going to come through in those moments, and that's going to help them yeah. more than than the, the reverse. I 100% think that is true. Like, I, I I would be shocked if I picked them to lose a game in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, and I don't think I will. Like, I think they're the best team in the league. My concern is, like, last year when they lost the Super Bowl, and you know because we obviously did everyday pods and the post, like, I was – like, okay is is maybe strong, but I could sit there and go, this was a great team that had a great year that lost a great game, and I didn't feel like a, a travesty to me they didn't win the Super Bowl. Like I said if, like 20 minutes ago or whatever, it would be unfair if they didn't win it, win it this year, and I am I like worried. you're where I'm at. This is good. Now, but, remember last year at the whole conversation, oh, it won't feel right. like you change it, and I was like, yes, it will. Welcome aboard. But, they have to win the Super Bowl. That's the way But if they is. don't they win it this to. year, like, then it's different, and man... I'm just really worried there's because again, like the turnovers are a problem. They just are. Like I, I can just see it so vividly now in the playoffs. They turn the ball over twice. There's a fumble issue. The ball bounces a weird way on an interception, and like while it's not luck whatsoever, you just look at how many close calls they've had this this year, and they've deserved to win all those games. There is going to be a moment where it just doesn't go their way. Like you can be the best in the world at what you do and win 99 out of 100 times. But they just have to hope that 100th game isn't one of the three games in the playoffs that they cannot lose or the season is over. And 
I know it only really matters how you play in the playoffs. And last year they weren't playing great going into the playoffs and they still dominated like all those things. But it just feels like last year they were playing a brand of football that like they were great. This year they're a great team too. But this year it just feels like they're winning games more 60-40 instead of last year it was like 80-20. And it's just going to be very upsetting if they lose a game in the playoffs. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just being honest. I like, get your point. I get your point. But I, again, I, I think you're focusing on one end of it and on the other. The other end is that these games are, are battle-testing them. And these games are making them better and stronger yeah. for those playoff moments when they happen. I'm sufficiently battle-tested at this point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They've won in the rain. They've won on the road. They've yeah. beat the Chiefs. Like, they... They are battle tested. To beat some teams. To stop blow turning the ball over. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. seriously, stop turning the ball over. Yeah. Like, look, the turnovers. I agree that that's something they need it's to clean up. It's what could change up. a game. Yeah, and of course. I don't really care they're being outgained, but they gave up over 500 yards to the Bills yesterday. Yeah. Like, that's pretty absurd. I, and yet they won. I know. They but win. I know. I they know. Win. But but, it, but it's really easy to go from. Man, they win all the time to, like, the one time this fluky thing happens for them. Like, they very, very, very well could have lost yesterday. Sure. And in some ways deserved but, to. But did they? They did not, but do you see my point? Like, I get your point. I get your point. I'm just saying don't be scared. I it's not it. about being scared. It's about uh, I'm Look, watching a team that the besides turners. the final result doesn't feel like a team that would win the next 10 games. And they might, again, they very again, well might. that's who they are. I know. I think at a certain, you used this the last time. it's not pod. who they were last year. You used the, it's a different year. I know And I, again, they, they did not win the and Super Bowl And they did Bowl not win, yep, for uh, sure. You used the phrase last pod, and I think it's a great phrase, and I'm a big believer in it in general. It's the, when someone shows you who you are, who they are, believe them. Like yeah. and and this Eagles team is showing us who they are. So I actually think that was a caller. I just want to give Wasn't them the proper you? credit. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. I, love I love that phrase. I just don't love say that it. phrase. Yeah. So shout okay. out to the caller. Shout out to whoever it. said yeah. that. Wanted phrase. to make sure our callers. But get yeah. But but the point being, like when it when someone or a team shows you who they are, believe them. This Eagles team has shown us who they are. They're a team that's going to win close games. That they're going to make the breaks that that need to be made to win games. They're going to make some mistakes, but they're going to make up for them. Like, and I agree. I don't want turnovers, but I'm not going to start doubting this team just because they're winning close games. I'm not doubting and the because team because they're th- turning the ball over. I'm here. not doubting the team. I'm just saying when you like also to when so- someone shows you who you are, believe them. They are a team that turns the ball. Over. Sure, they and just then, are. And then wins and that games, is not a way to win games, football games. And then wins games. In spite I know, of it. but it's. It's just not a way. All right. Uh, I want to get some more quick hitters stuff in the game. The lane injury, we barely talked about that. A lot more coming up in a minute. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So the tempers, te- this is for real this time. The temperatures are really dropping. They rapidly. are. Like it was dumb cold yesterday outside. And I am happy because, again, we've been over this, but I like wearing winter jackets. So you do. And hoodies, I'm, the whole I'm thing. I'm happy it's, it's that thing. time. But, I, but like when you take the trash out at night or whatever, like it's definitely colder than it used to be. In fact, 
according to this, which I think is a perfect way to put it, it's bone chillingly cold outside. And because of that, energy costs are on the rise. If you have old drafty windows, your furnace is working harder than ever to keep your family warm. Why pay unnecessarily high energy bills? Like, why do that? When Window Nation can help you and your family all season long. Windows Nation, window, window Nation's energy-efficient windows are specifically designed for climate changes and will keep the cold air out while lowering your monthly energy costs up to 30%. That is the thing I think I've learned the most since we started working with Window Nation. You think of windows as just like the things at your house that the sun comes in through and you open and close them. You don't think of them as keeping the air in. <laughs> I never did at least. No, you're like, right. I never thought of it as basically like an extension of your HVAC. I just like you describing what you think windows are. It's kind of what they are. Yeah, sure. They're things that let the sun in. Yeah. Or... Keep the rain out. <laughs> Speak, uh, <laughs> uh, keep the energy cold in, in, up to 30% off of your monthly energy bills. Speaking of savings, this month only, Window Nation is offering 0% interest for five years. That's right. 0% interest for five years. That's 60 months interest-free. What do you think sounds longer, five years or 60 months? I think five years. I think five years sounds I longer. think so, too. I agree. Both very long times. And when you do it now, you... <laughs> Both the exact same amount of time. One's longer. It just You can't convince me one isn't. And get two free windows for every two you buy. Now is the time to protect your family from the elements, lower your energy costs, and upgrade the look and feel of your home. Call Window Nation today. Get 0% interest for five years, plus two free windows for every two you buy. Offer only good this month. Uh, call the company over 200,000 families trust with their homes. Window Nation, that's 866-90-NATION, or windownation.com, that's 866-90-NATION, windownation.com, and tell them GoBirds. And all that money that you save on the windows, the six well, months, Well, you don't even need to save five money at this Because I just keep winning. You are that's on a, a run. Take this money, put it in the Bet Parks account, and start gambling with us with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. We have been absolutely crushing lately, not necessarily making our picks on the pod, but... Making money on the, the app, which is what matters, and you can make money with us, have some fun. By the way, so we didn't get to do the uh, the Bet Pick Parks pod last week well, because there was a fire. There was a fire, so there was a reason <laughs> for it. But yes. we uh, good news though. I think we we sent each other our picks. We well, both that's went undefeated, saying. which is yes, pretty wild. And, and, well, and this is that. So that our was parlay that hit. Was wild. Well, here's the thing. I, jokes, all jokes aside, our parlay might hit. So Justin Richmond was there. He's the one person who can verify this yeah. for us. He was at Parks. When we're doing our show, we were like, hey, should we just pick a parlay? We picked it. Oh, I you put it, it in? Yeah, I didn't I realize put it that. In. Uh, we had Rams minus two and a half, uh, Ravens minus three, and we have the Vikings minus three tonight. So if the Vikings win tonight. This is absurd. <laughs> this is truly absurd. <laughs> the funniest thing ever. Yeah, it's Justin truly Richmond absurd. Richmond is our one. You will have to clarify for everyone. We actually did win if they win tonight. Yeah, we should have bet it. We, I, oh, I bet it. Oh, you, you did? Know, well, you I, I only, yeah, it. Don't well, I worry. Know. I got us covered. Okay. Um, but the, the beautiful thing is, is it's so much more fun to have some action on these games. You're so invested. You're watching these games saying, please, Justin Herbert, throw a pick when you wouldn't care otherwise. Yes. But you care because you got some action on it. And you can bet on all this stuff. Plus, you bet on player performances, touchdowns, re uh, all that good stuff. Uh, basketball betting going on. Uh, big game tonight. Uh, the certain uh, second best player in the history of basketball in town. Yes. You know, there's a game you could bet on. Bet on Philadelphia. Some fun stuff. Well, to be fair, he's always there. in town. He plays for the team. Oh, I see what you did there. Thank you. Uh, assists, rebounds, points, the whole thing. There's so much to bet on. It's so much fun. The app's easy to use. It's fun. It's secure. It's intuitive. And here's a great deal for you. New users, if you sign up right now, if you make your first bet, it make a $10 bet. If it's a winner, you get $125 in sports bonus back. It is a great deal. You must be uh, 21 and in present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem, call one 800 
gambler. All right, let's get some other uh, specific stuff yesterday. Well, you want to talk about Sirianni's decision to k- kick the point instead of go for two? Sure, if you, it seems like you do. Yeah. So I'm just curious where you fall on it. So they score the touchdown, and I'm now going to forget the specifics, of so course. So there was they were up 27-24 when they scored the touchdown. The extra point makes it 28-24. Right. There was a penalty on the extra yeah, point attempt. Good job. Uh, so they had the opportunity. They could have moved it to one and made it 29-24. Yes. He chose to just keep the point and make it a four-point lead. I was fine with it. I generally, with the tush push, you know, it's like, sure, if you get the, the, from the one-yard line, just always push it in. It's probably just an automatic. You should probably do it. But when you're talking about the difference between a three-point lead and a four-point lead where they have to score a touchdown, and I know that then you could have had a chance to win it at the end yes. of regulation all that, like, I'm taking the four-point lead. I, 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 the point was already on the board. If you don't get the tush push, which I know is an impossibility, but if you don't, it's a three-point game, and they get tied with a field goal. So I generally... As a rule, you know, when you get the extra yard with the touch push, I'll take it. But I was fine with him not going. So for the, for the I, I think your logic, I agree with all of it. If we were talking about a team that didn't have the touch push, I, I, look, I get it. But again, I, I just it you, it could have burned them. Like but, so so but so but think about this: they go up four instead, or sorry, they go up five instead of four. But which means on the next possession, when the Bills score, they have to go for two more than likely instead of kick that extra point. Right. Like you could have won the game right there almost. Yeah, I but just look if they had gotten the two, then you're just in the exact same. You spot. are, it's but you're fifty-fifty play with Josh Allen, which probably makes it a sixty-forty play. Like yeah, I don't know. It's just like I get your point. I just I need to make sure that they can't tie with a field goal. I just feels to. like I have to. So so think about now this season. There was a two point thing against Minnesota where he didn't go for two when he should have against Minnesota. That one he just forgot. He said, uh, well, okay, right? but regardless, yeah. like didn't get the job done there. Um, and then they score too early against Washington, which I was okay with, but they did score too early against Washington. DeAndre Swift runs the ball in against Washington and for that touchdown, then they end up right getting closer than it should have been. And now there's this, like, while I agree they're battle tested and that's good. And look, Sirianni's certainly getting reps in this. There's been a a few times now where they have, in my opinion, made like a bad final minute type of decision with the two point conversion or with managing this thing. And if we think they're going to play close games, like I don't know if Sirianni has showed he's making the right decisions in these moments. So I, again, I, I disagree with you on this one. I right. don't think it was the wrong decision. I'm fine with him kicking the extra point here. So I disagree on this one. Okay. I think the others you mentioned, I, I did have a problem with in the moment. So like, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that, look, I think Nick does a great job managing games. I'm not too concerned about it. Does he need to make a tighter decisions here and there at the end of games potentially? But again, I didn't have a problem with this one. So I'm, I'm not curious gonna to know what analytics says. Like I, I, I am, I am very fine with him taking the extra point there. As well. Yeah, and you know, if I was on the sideline, like maybe you do like, just again, you I don't take the take point the, off the in board. In this specific but... case, I would take the extra point. Like if it were forget, it, like even with the touch push, like the the, I don't think four or five is that big a deal. Like I get that why, but like. It, I expect Josh Allen to probably get the two point. You know, like yeah, but I don't think you can manage the game that way. Like, no, you but have my to... point is, I think you have to manage the game for the four points. I think the, making sure you have four points is more important than the chance for five. But the chance they were going to get five was like ninety eight per- yeah. percent. I, I mean, know. they but they've never, gotten stuff fumble, one time all year. On snap it. this or that. Like I know it's the same as an extra point theoretically. I just. I yeah, I, I get I get the point about making it a touchdown versus a field goal. I do for I sure. Just, that's I, that's what I would have done. It just I don't know, man. It feels like it I was think a we spent too much time talking about. I, I don't know, man. I think this is something that is a bit of a red flag. I I, I do. Like, I really th- don't. There's been a lot of end of game situations where we've done pods and said, uh, oh, maybe we wouldn't have done that. Yeah, there's been like two, and well, I, I not just today. Four. I, this is not one. Right. I agree. I think the Washington DeAndre Swift going in the end zone, and that might have been DeAndre. Like Nick should coach it into him, but that might have right. been DeAndre thing. 
And I think the the not going for two against Minnesota, but they were up 50, 14 points at that point. So you just weren't thinking about it. In the but moment. that like, you can't not I think agree, about it. I agree, but I'm not going to kill him for it. Like, I don't think it didn't right. cost them the game. None of these cost them the game. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think yesterday was an issue personally. Okay. So we agree to disagree on that. Yeah. You're very fired up about that one. All right, let's get to the lane thing, because that was unexpected out of nowhere. Um, we wake up and lane's out, you know, essentially. Yeah. He worked out before the game, all that. Uh, Jack Driscoll played well, considering he started rough, but considering yeah. he was found out the day of the game he was going to play. Um, I, you know, I was shocked they were able to manage as well do as you, they did. Do you think Jack Driscoll was excited or like, ugh, when he found out he was going to play? I think he was excited, but I you get your so? point. I don't yes. know, it's raining. I think <laughs> like, it's a day yeah. of, like, I think, I think it's really, really hard to go out and do what Jack Driscoll did. Yeah, did to great. find out the morning of the game after not practicing all week, and I know you practice if you're going to play, but let's be honest, like, you're not taking the first team reps. I, I think for him to go out and play like that was uh, was impressive. And yeah. he was not good in the first half, or at least the first quarter. Um, I haven't had a chance to rewatch the game yet, but he was on the field when they scored 30 points. So clearly, you know, he was not hindering them. Um, I think the concern with the Lane thing is, and I, I think the fact that they that Lane was in the stadium and on the sideline is like a really, really good sign, especially with a groin injury, because they don't put you on the sideline if they don't think you can like protect yourself from. And at one point, honestly, a defender did run almost right into him. If you saw, or I guess it would have been, uh, yeah, it was a defender. I'm pretty sure almost ran right into him. Um, look, he had the MRI. He still worked out. That's a good sign. Uh, I think he probably will play against the Niners. I just think the concern is like. Is this something that's going to bother him the rest of the game? Yeah. Is something where he's going to have to wake up on game days and just hope that? Yeah. Let's hope it was something weird like that where he just woke up and they played it safe. I agree with you. I think the fact they worked him out on the field. If they get the MRI back and there's an issue, he's not even. I agree. He's not, he's not even, not even in the stadium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so home. I think it was all positive. I agree. And, and they won the game without him. Uh, back to the touch push. I meant to say this. I will say, watching the other games in the morning, like it is just such a. It is so clear what a big advantage the Tushpush Yeah, well, yeah. This it, is, is, <laughs> it is, I mean, the amount of teams that fail on third and fourth and one is yeah. is wild to watch. And the amount of teams that, like, like Houston had fourth, third and one and fourth and one, and they went shotgun both play, and threw it both plays. Yeah. I'm like, what am I watching right now? Like, yep. it is, we, you know, there's so much debate about the play itself. I don't think we, we and I know we know it's important. I don't think we talk enough uh, enough about just how important it is that they're well, anything in one it's is a an automatic advantage. It's unbelievable. I mean, third downs are the most important downs in the NFL, besides maybe arguably fourth down. And whenever they have to get it, like they get it. Unbelievable. I, yeah. I mean, it it's, really is. I don't know what to say about it, but you're right. Like, we need to we just, talk about the controversy of the play a lot, but in terms of just yes, being something I mean. that helps them win. <laughs> that's my point. It is. It's all about the controversy of the play a lot. Yeah. Like, it is a massively important tool in their toolbox. Yeah. That's why I would have gone for two. I know. I know. That's why I brought it up. Uh, all right. So good news on lane there. Um, defense. We haven't really talked much about the defense. What was your thoughts? Obviously, look, Josh Allen, it felt like third in a million he would have gotten it on yeah. any time. Like, he was unstoppable on third downs. They said, uh, was it like they did, it's like the most third and seven or more could Com- like uh, uh, converted in the game. The there were all kinds yeah. of stats about how bad the Eagles D was on third and long in this game. And, yeah. and all season has been an issue. Yeah, um, I mean the defense wasn't great. Defense wasn't great. Let's <laughs> call it what the, it you is. Know, the, the the you know you can also say like, look, they lost Fletcher Cox in the game. No Mill yeah. Williams coming in the game. I mean, they, I mean Jordan Davis had to make sixty five. Jordan Davis made sixty five yeah, snaps. Props man. to Jordan Davis for that. And on that yeah. last play, like really running yeah, hard. Props you know, to him for like, that. Like Jalen Carter played like eighty percent of the snaps. Yeah. I mean, after Jalen Carter back, made. Yeah. I think uh, I saw Rube uh, put out that Jalen Carter. Played the most snaps by an Eagles defensive tackle in like a decade. There were yeah. all these. So 95 snaps for the defense, that yeah. alone. 
So Reed Blankenship between playing the 95 snaps on defense and the uh, 21 snaps on special teams. This is a wild one, Root, but out. Reed Blankenship last night played the most snaps by a player in the NFL since 2012 in a game. Since what? Since when? 2012 was the last wow. time a, uh, some Detroit Lion yeah. played played that many snaps in a game. Since 2012, Reed Blankenship was on the field more than anyone since 2012 last night. So, uh, you know, not a great showing from the D, but also, you know, out there a lot, injuries, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it too is you have to give credit. Like Josh Allen was also unbelievable. He like was. He, he Josh made, Allen was great, and he, he made some throws where it didn't really matter. And, and like, he didn't he didn't make mistakes. He didn't make the the mistakes that plague him. Tony Romo kept pointing out on the broadcast, and Romo was not amazing or anything. He kept pointing out he's like he's taking the checkdowns. He's not trying to force yeah. things. Like this is the way Josh Allen should play. Yeah. Um. So I think from a defensive perspective, like shout out to Bradbury had that huge interception. Um, huge. Which which was obviously massive. Uh, I mean, Hassan Reddick, I thought had a good game. Like over, by the way, and the, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter were great out yeah. there. Like they, there were there were issues because of timing, but they made they they had great games. Yeah, guys. I mean, Jaylen you know my opinion. The field goal too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, that was for sure. Just athletic. It is impressive how much film he watches. I don't know why I'm so surprised by it, but when you just hear about like the stuff about him at Georgia with like his work ethic there, and then like, I don't know. I know defensive linemen watch film, but it's just not something I hear a lot in my time covering yeah. the team. Well, and even it, just the idea that he saw the kid in the high school game. That's what try- I mean. It yeah. feels like every time Jalen Carter talks, he's talking about something he's picked up on film, which I think is really, really impressive and is going to prolong his career, if we're being honest. He's like amazing. He, he's not just winning with like, he is winning with his physical tools, but also he's winning he's because he knows what player. he's doing. Yeah, you're exactly. Right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Look, for me, the defense did not play well. They gave up, what was it, 34 points? or 34 thir- thir- points. Yeah. So that's not a good outing. But they were playing a desperate Bills team, which, by the way, like I think it's still a good Bills well, team. Well, I like, didn't realize it. You sh- I wish you had had this stat when we were talking about the Bills. It would have been a good one for you. Last night's the first time the Bills lost a game by more than six points this year. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not surprising. They lose that, a lot of close games. But that yeah. is, I mean, it just says, like, they're not getting blown out at no, all. No, for sure. Like, they, they, but they know how to lose. More than seven more, but they know, they how, to know how to lose. The end, like, yeah. I would be stunned if the Bills won a Super Bowl. They need a new head they're coach. They're not going to make the playoffs. Buddy. No, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Right. But um, I'm not too worked up about the defense. It's pouring rain. They might it's make Josh the playoffs, Allen. But they're, not, they're out of it right now. Yeah. yeah. I think they deserve to be in the playoffs. This is about fair. Yeah. I have to look at the other AFC teams. I'm loving the fair and yeah. deserve. I mean, it's, it's a good angle. <laughs> the best way to describe it. Yeah, but, it um, yeah, I'm not worked up about the defense. I'm not concerned. I'm not either. Yeah. Look, like, again, it was pouring rain. It was Josh Allen. They were desperate. And I mean, you know what? Something we said last year, uh, talking about the Chiefs and the Super Bowl and just kind of reacting in the aftermath. Right. And, all that. and with this Eagles D last year versus this year, like, something the Chiefs did last year is, like, their D might not have been great, but, like, they got big stops. Yeah. Or they made a big play when they needed it. Like, this defense gets big stops. They do. And they make big plays when they Like, again, like, they, multiple I mean, they held times last night, holding a field goal in overtime. Like, multiple times last night when, like, when the demons absolutely had to have it. Yeah. They find ways to get it done. Like, yeah. not always, but but it does feel like, you know, they, they get it done. And, again, they do have a ton of talent on that line, and especially if those guys are healthy. It really is. It's special. So, last year, we debated the defense a bunch. Like, I was pro-Gannon, you were not. But, like, we would both, I guess we would both agree to a point, like, there was a chance that if they didn't win the Super Bowl last year, it would have been because they couldn't stop a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, this year, I'd be very surprised if they, if when they are eliminated, I'd be surprised if it's because of the defense. Yeah, well, how about the fact that... Or I mean, if they are eliminated. I mean, look, I they've say. they've beaten, and again, you know, they maybe they didn't stop Josh Allen, but they've beaten Josh yeah, Allen, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes Tua, Dak Prescott, Tua, like, yeah. all this don't beat a good quarterback. Like Kirk Cousins when he was still they're, 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 pretty they're good. They're putting a nice little resume yeah. together in terms of that stuff. 
Um, no, agreed. I, I think it's. Um, I feel the exact same way about the D. I, I thought it wasn't their best showing, but again, I, I, Josh Allen was great. You know, also sometimes it's like almost like a an annoying thing, and the players will do it. We're like, you know, like let's give the other team some credit. That's a good football team. It's like, ah, yeah. but you know, it's sometimes like it's Josh Allen was really happened. good. Yeah, yesterday. he was really, really and good. Do I was I annoyed that they couldn't tackle him on some of those plays? You're damn right, I was. Like there were a couple spots where I'm like, just freaking get this guy to the ground. What are we doing? But like. Josh Allen's pretty he hard can to get really to the throw the ball. <laughs> he can. He has a. Now I will say he has a beautiful arm. I can see why receivers drop his pass because he, he he fires yeah. it. Like in it hurts does not do that, yeah. but which is important. That's part of being a quarterback. Right. You you've been big on the catchable ball thing. Yeah, it's it's a super important thing. So I don't know if you heard this. I thought this was just a few quick hitters before we get out of here. Um, they mentioned on the broadcast, sideline reporter mentioned Jalen got hurt at the Jets game. Did we know this? I don't think we knew this, right? No. Is that what so, she yes, said? So, yes. Apparently, Jalen Hurts hurt himself in the Jets game. Okay. I thought it was the Rams game, but that's good she to know. She said that Jalen told her that. So, it was like, wait, what? Jalen told her? Jalen told her wow. that he got hurt in the Jets game, which we never He had hear. the brace on again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sure he'll love to talk about that at a press conference. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to hear his uh, take on that. I don't know what you guys that. want me to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what a stud that guy is. Um, but, you know, answer questions, right? Yeah. It's, it's your job. Um. Uh. All right. That was uh. That um. Two last things for me, and then and then we'll get to final thoughts. If you have anything else, uh, feel free to throw in there. Uh, yeah, I have one. We'll see if you. Okay. Get to so that, two. Uh. One. Uh. Frank Reich, would you? So for those who don't know, Frank <laughs> oh, Reich. Yeah. Frank Reich just got fired. Uh. Di- I mean, I don't remember. Or Meyer, I guess, is the only other thing I can think of. And that was like a whole off the field. Yeah. Whole, like, it is exceedingly rare for an NFL coach not to get a year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is. I mean, not to mention there's like six games. Dude, he got like, fired eleven games into the season. Yeah. I mean that is that is something special. Frank Reich might not be a good head coach. I feel <laughs> pretty confident people to maybe. Not, would you bring him in? I mean, Nick's guy. You know, yeah. I, not over Brian Johnson or anything, obviously. But right. but in terms of of and you know, mention real quick because we didn't talk about Brian Johnson at all, and it's another. I think it's hilarious because the Brian Johnson thing has been a a a really clear pattern of the first half. Everyone on Twitter calling for his job, and then, and then the awesome second half. Then, yeah. <laughs> so, like your thoughts on Brian Johnson, but also the right thing? Would you bring him in as yeah. a, so, a over, you know, a, a, a senior advisor or whatever? My my be. opinion is this: If I was Jeffrey Lurie or Howie, whatever it, Nick wants, he gets. It, coming. Yeah, I think Nick has earned the right. I agree. If with he this. wants to hire Frank Reich, let him hire Frank Reich. Sure, but I want to be clear: I do not think they need Frank Reich. I do not think Brian Johnson needs Frank Reich's help. I guess you could argue like Frank Reich has been on a Super Bowl run, so maybe there's some ad. Like advantage having him, but I also think there's a bit of a risk of bringing in Frank. Like, I don't know, man. He might just not be good. You're like, and, let Nick do his own and thing. I, don't listen to Frank. Exactly. Like, I'm a little worried that if Frank came in, like, he Nick, schooling Nick, would, Nick and yeah. would like, yeah, like defer, defer to him or like maybe give him a little more of like props or input than he deserves at this point. So, I think Nick's earned the right. I would trust Nick if he wanted to bring him in, but if it was up to me, I would not hire Frank. Rick. I uh then again I was working about Matt Patricia. I yeah, Matt. Out, uh, so. uh, ten and one. It didn't kill him yet. Ten but. and one. Uh they said on the broadcast last night also it was nine and one at the time. I don't know about ten and one, but uh first nine and one. Eagles the first team to lose the Super Bowl and go nine and one since the nineteen ninety one Buffalo Bills. Well it has to be ten and one then. So yeah, well well I don't know if the Bills went ten oh, and one. True, or not. Yeah, good you point. That's my yeah. point. Um so it could be longer. What year it could was be that? ever? Nineteen ninety one. Okay. That's so, a real year. Or, I thought it was like some it's a real year. Sixty years. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, all right, and then my last thing, um, prior to final thoughts on that. Oh, and by the way, with the Jalen thing, we forgot to mention this, but assuming he stays healthy, and because we felt this way last year and then he got hurt, 
But Jalen Hurts won the MVP last night. Like, I yeah. think the combo of the last six days, the Chiefs game, and then particularly what he did last night in the walk-off, Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league if he stays yes. healthy and keeps winning. I yes, guess. 100%. Okay. Um, okay, last I think thing. he's almost getting to a point where even if he gets well, hurt, like, he deserves... He deserves it. Yeah. But again, we saw last year. We saw it happen. We're right. out of sight, out of mind. Like, the, this is a yeah. dumb award that they're voting for. Not dumb award. Dumb way it's voted for, whatever. There's narratives. There's all that. So. Um, all right, last thing. And again, it has to finish out, but... Let's say the season continues on some type of pace like this. Like, you know, maybe they actually have one blowout, but it's usually like the close right. games, whatever. Is this the most entertaining season of all time? Like, in terms of Talk forgetting... About Eagles? For, yes, Eagles. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you could argue any football yeah, team, yeah, I'm really. Just curious. But yeah, like, in terms of the Eagles, like, obviously it's stressful and we don't like, you know, oh, it would be nice if we could just have an easy win on it. But just in terms of like, as a football fan, right? We're counting these games. We want to see a, a, right. a, a, a well fought game where both teams are in it. And it comes down to the wire, and there's some exciting thing that happens, or whatever. Like every freaking game this year, man. Yeah. Like every game, yeah. I don't ever. And I know the Dolphins one was, I think, the only one they won by. But by still, more. an awesome night. And it was a great yeah. game that at the end they pulled away. Like I don't ever remember a season where it felt like every single game was was compelling. Like I think this has a chance to be the most entertaining Eagles season of all time. So I was thinking about uh, Justin from Tennessee yesterday. I, when, I, he's the first person I texted after the game. I was there was a period of time where I was so sad for him. I know, me and too. I am so freaking happy that same, he got. I'm exactly so the happy, same. dude. I texted and him I, immediately. And the I'm so I, happy for you. I bring that up is because you're thinking about the season. Like, I think going to Eagles games this year, there might be moments where you're like, "Wow, why did I spend all this money on tickets?" <laughs> but when you leave the stadium, man, like you're you, like Justin and all the fans over there will remember that night for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives, even though it was miserable and rainy and all that. Part, like, that's part of the reason they exactly, will though. Is yes. He went through that. Exactly. For that. It's like this. I mean, it's not the snowball bowl game, but you know, it's one of those nights where the weather adds to it. Yeah. Granted, if they had a dome, we could have just enjoyed the game <laughs> warm. But no, I mean, look in terms of most entertaining, like it's hard to think of one. You know. I'm a I'm a prisoner of the moment, so I'll just say yes. The 2017 was pretty entertaining. Last year was pretty awesome. The 016ers, like, but yeah, I mean, just in terms of the opponents they are playing and the way these games are playing, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's been a pretty. I'm wild just talking ride. about like that, like just yeah. the pure the way the games are playing out. You know, I, yeah, it's been pretty wild. Man. Yeah, it's it's been quite a season. All right, you got anything else for final thoughts? Um, man, Devonte Smith. Is yeah, you're a great point. We didn't bring him up They're just just because he's so he's like a metronome. He just goes out. He's always open on that crossover in the middle when they need a third and eight, a third and six, yeah, a third and he's ten. always there. It's just that play over the mids every time. He's, like, I, he's just there. I know people don't like when oh, you, and the hurts throw to Zacchaeus. By the way, we didn't mention it, but that whole play, unbelievable play, <laughs> unbelievable yeah. play. Um, I know that people don't like when you compare AJ and Devonte, and it's like they're on the same team. Why well, AJ whatever. doesn't like it, right? Yeah. Well, I would just say as awesome as AJ is. If you said to me you could only keep one, wow! I think there is an argument. Wow! Like, well, this is what I said. To and they're start both the season. awesome. Like yes. again, they're both. Aw- I think they're really I think close. Devonte as a personality gets so undersold, man. Like that dude. We talk about Jalen as a winner. Like Devonte is a winner. I think a big reason they have a winning culture there is because of Devonte. Like even just like after little things, I see De- De- I see Devonte celebrating with his teammates so much, and I think it's so important. And he's awesome at football, and like all those things super matter. But I just think Devonte is like top five most important personality in that locker room, and that, he's the best. Look at you. Yeah, he's a great player. I love it. All right, uh, final thoughts, my friend. All right, you so, said you had a great. Oh, you burned yeah. it. Well, you no, told no, it no I'll use it. You need use it anyway. Okay, good. So, Mariah Carey. I hated it. I know you did. Mariah Carey is coming to play a Christmas concert. 
And look, obviously I want to go. It's the best Christmas song of all time. So of course part of me is like, I want to go. But like she only has the one song. And so it's like, am I going to sit there for an hour and listen to her sing other songs I don't really want to hear? And it got me thinking. I think the best version of a concert would be like, so you're on like the Wells Fargo floor, like as a DJ, everyone's like, you know, like like music, drinking, whatever. And then unexpectedly throughout the night, the artist comes out and plays a song and then they go back and like they can play as many hits as they have. So it's like, if it's Mariah Carey to Christmas concert. Yeah, you, you sold this to me as well, one song. Well, Mariah no, no, Carey comes out, look, sings if it's her one song, song, it's one song. It's horrible. The hit. They get to play the hit, and they come unexpectedly. Like, imagine you're listening to music. Well, the unexpected, if you're at a club and Ryan Carey comes out, that's obviously awesome. You're going to But you don't know when concert. they're coming is the point. This is so weird. Like, no, like, that's horrible. A song you're just waiting start, around. Like, a song starts, like, think about you're at, like, a, a you know, everyone's dancing or whatever, and, like, uh, Bring Him Out by T.I. starts to play. And the beat comes, like, oh, I love this song. And then it's like, oh, my God, here he comes. He's doing this one. Like, I think the element of surprise <laughs> Would be unbelievable. Instead of having to sit through and like pretend like, oh, nice, she's doing silver bells. Like, no one wants to hear this. Like, just let her play the hits. This, and this in is between from play- someone who goes to a concert to want to hear one or two songs. Yeah. That's the problem with your whole take. Let I want to hear all the songs. When let her play the hits and in between just play other songs that are better than other songs she has. <laughs> that might not be hers, but like, whatever. It's not about her. It's about the experience. <laughs> That's how I would do concerts. <laughs> you are the worst. Yeah. You, every concert take you have just. Concert would be so much better if I was grinds my gears. That's because you like to listen to like. I love to go to concerts. Such a deep spiritual way. I hate it. Yeah, we look for different things. I'm gonna give two final thoughts just to wash my mouth out with uh, yours. Um, One is a Zoe thought, and then another just. um, Actually, I I I have another one I want to do. Actually, I'm gonna save a final thought. I'm just gonna give a Zoe one. I'm gonna give two quotes. One. All right. Watched a bunch of movies this weekend, which was nice. the highlight of my time. Hold on, let me list my movies that I watched. Uh, I watched Alien, which I hadn't seen since I was a kid. It's just so amazing weird. movie, like yeah. a, a brilliant, like Never the seen best it, sci-fi obviously. horror movie ever yeah. made. Uh, Equalizer three, very entertaining. Don't even know what it is. It's Denzel from last year. You could get on board with that. Twenty twenty two. Never heard of it. Well, at least yeah. it's in your old boy. Yo. Yo, what's Here's this what movie? Old Boy is a Korean movie. It's a thriller. It's like a revenge movie. Yo, subtitles. Yeah, all right. Old I'm in Boy, on subtitles. Old Boy is amazing. Okay. Old Boy is like how long is it? It's like two hours long. Okay. It is. It is. I I don't want to say anything about it because it's all about the mo- like. There's a right. lot of plot stuff. And all. Right. I don't want to. I want to say anything. Just it. It's good. Unbelievable It's movie. good. Okay. Uh, then I also watched uh, Barbie, finally. Yeah, you told me this. I loved it. I thought Very it was good. great. Um, I watched Her again, which I've been watching for a while. Again, watching I feel like Phoenix. I've seen Her. Great movie. It's with Scarlett Johansson is like the voice. Oh, I think I've like seen bits OS and pieces. Very good. Yeah. And then I watched The Big Chill for the first time since I was a kid. I watched my dad. That movie's awesome. The Big Chill? The Big Chill. Don't hey, know you what wouldn't it like is. it. It's from 1983. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Phenomenal movie with a great cast. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because Emily and I watched Bridesmaids together for the first time. Good movie. It, great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately one of the funniest lines of all time is in that movie. And I totally forgot about it. But when she gets on the plane, Kristen Wiig, and she goes back to coach and she sits down next to the woman. And she's like, the woman looks at her. People can see how hard you are laughing right <laughs> now. I, I was dying. I literally, <laughs> I literally, pa- I was like, Emily, I have to pause the movie so I can write the quote down so I can say it as a mom. Yeah. <laughs> She sits down on the plane. The woman next to her looks at her and goes, I had a dream I got into a plane crash last night. You were in it. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> I just thought about it. if I was on a plane and I'm sitting next to someone, I'm like, I had a dream yeah, that I got to play what I would do. I would. You were, you were in it. Like, oh my god, like, yeah. what a freaking line. It I don't was, know. Yeah, dude, I was dying laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I have to rewatch that movie. I'm it's not a big really rewatch funny. guy. Yeah, it reminds me of Super Bad. Like yeah, similar, similar levels vibe. of funny. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It was very very funny. Anyway, I I was dying. <laughs> I dream I got in a plane crash last night. You were in it. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone said that, dude? No, I would, I would so hope great. not never to hear um, that. All right, and now my Zoe thought. And I'll save uh, a tease for next one. I have a word that I love okay. that I want to use more I'm often. sure you'll hear it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, here was Thanksgiving with Zoe. Very sweet. So we sit down for Thanksgiving. And yes. Like, you know, what, are we, and what are we thankful about? And Emily and I both go, Zoe, we're thankful for you. Wow. And <laughs> Zoe goes, and it's very sweet. You think, like, oh, I'm thankful for you guys. Right, yeah. goes, I'm thankful for everyone in the world because everyone is so nice. So I'm thankful for them. Wow. So she said you in a way. In a way. Yeah, you were in there. Uh, and she said I me. I would have preferred she just said me. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Right. That's my daughter. That was very, very sweet of her yes. to say. Very sweet. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was nice of her to shout me out. Yeah, she was just talking about you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Justin from Tennessee. <laughs> Everyone in the world, she, yeah. AKL, AKL. All the real ones in our Shout out to Justin in Tennessee. Yes. What an awesome, awesome- uh, It was awesome to meet him. All right, uh- that's it. Yeah, that's it. Back later in the week, previewing the f- oh last thing. Oh my god, what a disgrace that the Eagles are freaking underdogs tonight. Are you out? Like, it's uh, unbelievable. It's a shutdown betting. They're, sorry, except for bet parks. Bet parks can stay. Like, what are we doing here? They're, they're ten and one. It's the first time it's, in the yeah the first time in the history of the NFL that a ten and one team has been a home underdog. It's never happened. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's incredibly disrespectful. It's disrespectful. You would ar- I would argue it's more disrespectful than the underdog thing in 2017. Ooh, yeah, I think so because they didn't have points. right. Yeah. yeah. So now obviously it's you know a line where you look at it and you're like, uh oh. But fishy line. But yeah. Last thing I'll say on the pod, and then we'll wrap it up. I actually never mind. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Save it for yeah. I'll look, save it. We're gonna yeah. do the preview pod later yeah. this week. Big one. Yeah, it's a big one. This is a big one. The songwriter quote is was unbelievable. Unbelievable. He was like, shut up. He was like, yeah. talk's cheap, man. I can't wait. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. later in the week. Preview the game, biggest game of the year in terms of hype and all that. So we'll get into that um, later in the week. And obviously Parks Picks Pod, the whole thing until we uh, lead up to, uh, uh, yet again, the biggest game of the year. That's all we do is every week is the biggest game of the year. And this one is a freaking big one. That's coming up later in the week. Until then, he's Adam James.